0: Good morning, everybody. It's April 8th, 2022. It's This Week in XR. I'm Charlie Fink. I'm here with Ted Chilowitz. And thank you to our sponsor, Verbella. Today, our guest, in fact, is Alex Howland, the founder and president of Verbella. So we'll look forward to uh, having another great conversation uh, with him. He certainly has, Verbella just celebrated its 10th anniversary with an upgrade. uh, So we'll look forward to hearing about um, how that business is developing and benefiting Uh, as one of the pioneers in the metaverse. Um, Not a huge, exciting news week this week, Ted, unless you work for DigiLens, which just pulled down another $50 million to make low-cost waveguides. And they can make tens of thousands of these a day. And uh, Samsung just doubled down as their lead investor. So I don't think there's, you need a lot of imagination to uh, imagine where those
1: lenses are going to end up Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've uh, it's, it's been a while, but I've been to the Digilens uh, uh, factory, as it were, their laboratory, and seen the work that they were doing with these, you know, polycarbonates and, and uh, effectively bringing the cost and the size down to the ability to sort of get them into form factor like the glasses that you're wearing, and it's getting closer all the time. So it makes sense uh, as we continue to march down this road, which seems like we've been talking about it for a long time, Charlie, uh, that, you know, the form factor, form factor, form factor is the critical uh, inertia for this stuff. DigiLens has been hawking me
0: since CES 2017, so this is not a startup. Yeah, it's not a startup. Well, it is a startup,
1: but it's not a it's not a young startup. And well, it, they it, have
0: it, they're boasting about their 530 million dollar valuation, so that mm-hmm. sounds very much not like a startup.
1: Yeah, and they're you know they're they're making the kind of progress that a hardware enabling company needs to make. It's slow and steady. It takes a long time, and and they're achieving their objectives, which is an interesting one to keep track of. So the other big news this week, Unreal Engine 5 finally
0: launches one of the most highly anticipated uh, developer-focused launches. Uh, of the year. Yeah. Unreal Engine makes uh, uh their two main game engines. Unreal Engine tends to be focused on AAA games. They do make VR games. People can use it to make VR games. And the other big one of course is is Unity which really made its bones uh in the world of apps but is also very popular with VR developers. Unreal Engine 5 contains a Los Angeles sized city that has been recreated in tremendous detail that any developer or Frankly, anyone using uh, Unreal Engine Five can actually drive through. They did a demo of it; uh, was included in the Matrix Reloaded uh, free PC. Right. Uh, now free. the whole thing is. Speech yeah, speech. yeah. So uh, it's a pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to booting it up and um, and playing with it. They're just installing it on the Chapman computers this week.
1: You can so on
0: yeah, show. so so uh, I could take it for a little bit of a test drive. Um, you know, Needless to say, it's going to be a big, fat program, so I don't know how you're going to have to have a pretty advanced gamer-level PC uh, to uh, even load the beast, uh, but Unreal Engine introducing some really powerful new technology, and uh, to say developers were excited this week would be an understatement.
1: Yeah, well, for anybody that's played GTA and, you know, drives around in that world for hours on end going, man, this looks pretty good. <laughs> this takes it to a whole nother Yeah, level exactly. Right? I mean, I think we're going to see movies set in this city. We're going to be seeing this city a lot. Well, and it's a, it's a big proof point because, as you mentioned, you know, the two competing game engines, the two main ones that, that the bulk of the, the population that touches this stuff uses, Unreal has also very much in the last few years leaned into cinematic um, use cases, yep. um, for their engine and have a whole, you know, number of business units around this now that power LED walls and cinematic workflows and their CTO came from ILM. So there's a big push to that. And this, you know, building out these photorealistic use cases, um, this is a proof point for them that goes Even though gaming is still the the giant monetization zone, it goes well beyond gaming use cases.
0: Both both game engines have a big focus on Hollywood right now uh, because the ability for a real-time game engine combined with an LED wall and some clever set dressing, you can create things like Mandalorian or even Westworld on a very small soundstage.
1: Well, and many, many other shows now that you would never even know. Like many things that just seem normal you know, car driving scenes, walk and talk, detective procedural stuff that you think is being shot on location right. <laughs> is not shot on location anymore. Yeah. Uh, but the, the pandemic drove a lot of that use case, and now it is becoming very commonplace. So it's an interesting thing to track.
0: So, um, from, from the sublime to the ridiculous, this week, <laughs> the Lego verse yeah, following yeah. the Wendy verse, uh, <laughs> we now have this. So, this was epic saying, wait. Uh, Facebook doesn't get to verse everything. That's not fair. We're going to have a verse. So, so they came up with the uh, Lego verse.
1: Well, look, Lego is a huge, huge brand, right? And they of course have big Hollywood uh, connections with the Batman. Yes, of course. Well, the Lego movies are legendary. Lego movies and you know, all the different things. So uh, it's a, it's a big play for Epic and Lego to partner at that level. Uh, And then as you ate up, because we were talking beforehand, as we, talk about the ridiculousness of it, um, which it just adds to the fodder of where all this goes with all things web three. I have a, a big discussion right after our podcast about web three. For oh God, me. don't even
0: get um, me started on the fucking made up word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, the Wendy's verse. And then I think the most the 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 end of the world as we know it is that the all 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 but famous McRib from McDonald's is now an NFT, which I think is kind of delicious. Like, <laughs> the marker of all markers is when you get a McRib as an NFT, it's game on, baby. Oh
0: man, I'm gonna take that McRib NFT and make it my profile picture on Twitter. <laughs> there you go. Or Instagram. Yes, there you go. So um Let's see, like I said, it was a slow no- news week. Let let me, uh, before we bring in Alex, let's see if we can get one good one. Oh, uh, the army- uh, Oh yeah,
1: continues its uh, sort of- yeah, it's I, I guess
0: their, uh, their training request this year was cut in half. Mm. And so IVAS is, was being slow walked anyway, uh, but now it really is. So I guess I was wrong and the critics were right. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And IVAS is not going to take the US Army by storm in the next couple of years. Although if you talk to people at the Army, uh, as I recently did, they love Microsoft and I think they're very sincere about it and very serious about IVAS. But, uh, you know, the idea of dismounted infantry using something like a HoloLens lens is a little bit scary because you need like hundred and ten percent uptime when your life is at stake exactly. and I'm not sure that any of the technology doing XR right now is is that good so um, it goes
1: a little bit back into back into the laboratory mode I think they're also waiting for the next gen that's what they said they mentioned out, for right?
0: the first for the first time that, that that the specs that they really need are more in the Third version of the HoloLens, which I have not heard a- anything about.
1: Yeah, well, clearly they know because they've got $20 billion committed somewhere in some shape or form to this, right? So, uh,
0: yeah, but that tw- the $22 billion was a 10-year right. 10 year so commitment. So we're, we're only in year two. Right, a couple billion a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. What's a couple of billion dollars a year? That's right. once upon a time that used to be real money so I, I didn't mention it but can you see that i'm wearing my los angeles I see that. the season it, has it is finally opening day ted
1: yes the season has started congratulations That's
0: one of those um analog pleasures that i just can't seem to get enough of although i am pretty much guaranteed to be the guy to fall asleep in the seventh inning of a night game
1: well you are you and i are of that age where we still appreciate the idea of physical uh Goods and, and merchandise, <laughs> and sports, right? So uh, uh, it's interesting, and I, you know, still love to go to physical movies,
0: right? So, uh, do you? Um, when you know, I have not seen a movie in a movie theater since twenty eighteen.
1: Oh, it's time to go back, Charlie. To <laughs> support the, the industry that I work in. It's a, the, go, TV.
0: go, go forth and spend twenty two dollars on a movie ticket, my yeah, son. You
1: need to save a little money. Go to a matinee.
0: It's okay. So that. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's geezerish to say this, but you know, I did grow up in a world where movies were a dollar.
1: That's uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when I was a kid how much movies were. I, it was it wasn't quite a dollar, but I think uh, it was we are we this
0: is a slow three, news week when we're dollars. reflecting on this. Let's bring in Alex, he just showed up in the green room. All right, great. One of the things I love about Verbella, and I will get Alex to tell us. Uh, the stories it has. I love company stories, mm-hmm. right? So this is a great company story where Alex started. Alex, good morning. How are you, gentlemen?
2: Hey Charlie. Good hey Ted. Good to great. see you.
0: Good to see you. Uh, congrats! So, I mean, we were just talking about your
2: tenth anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild ride. Can't believe we've been at this for ten plus years.
0: So so let's talk about the company story because it is a terrific story in my opinion. Uh, Glenn Stanford, the owner of eXp Realty, uh, worked with you all these years ago to be your first customer for the virtual world for business that you created.
2: Yeah, it, quite quite the ride for sure. We we started Verbella really as a place for learning and development and, and professional growth. And Glenn extended our vision in thinking that you can actually run entire companies in the virtual world, just like you'd have... You know, physical brick and mortar offices, why not move those into the cloud so your office is everywhere and certainly a heck of a lot cheaper than having brick and mortar every little corner of every little town if you're a real estate company?
0: Um, yeah. the- sorry, go ahead, Dad. No, it's, just, it's interesting, like already- it's Well, just- EXP Realty, here's the thing about EXP Realty. This is not like some small technology. No, it's
1: a huge, right, right?
0: They're like the opposite of a technology company. And so for sort of a regular straight ahead company in a very traditional business, it's, it's a big business. Glenn is a really uh, talented entrepreneur who recognized the opportunity to be a global broker and to create a gro- global community around that. Right. And so I think he was really visionary and it took a lot of guts to say, this company is not gonna have a physical office. I mean, the company went public. It's worth, I, I don't know, Alex, uh, probably five or $10 billion at this point.
2: Bill- billions of dollars. Yeah, uh,
0: they've got, got 35,000 agents on the platform who have offices, it, fact- offices in Verbella.
2: It's actually gone from 1,000 to 78,000 uh, oh, wow. agents, <laughs>
0: and a lot of that growth has come in the past 18, 24 months.
2: Yeah, it's 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 insane. You know, during a global pandemic, they've they've now expanded into a, at least 20 countries, and you know, so they haven't stepped foot on a plane to open those countries. Right. <laughs> but their headquarters is located everywhere, uh, so it's really easy to stand up a, a new country. And give you know space to, to them as well as allowing them to be part of the the broader community that they've created, uh, which is really funny to fun to watch and incredible to watch because they're, the model really incentivizes collaboration and agents supporting agents to be successful.
0: And so Verbella has grown
2: along with EXP, right? You've
0: seen some phenomenal growth in the past two years.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my team, we started predominantly in, in San Diego, um, pre-pandemic, we were about 20 folks, a few remotes, and since pandemic hit, we've, we've gone from about 20 to about 150, and all of those folks, you know, mostly in the, in the States, but some abroad, Uh, As well. And, you know, we we drink our own champagne, as we like to say. And and (laughs) our our headquarters is also actually in the Verbella Open Campus, which is open for anyone to come in and and come visit me in my office uh, anytime, which has been a really, really great experience, right? Because there's so much to learn and how to operate effectively, you know, in these environments that, you know, you, you can't build it if you're not experiencing it yourself. And um, where's one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, well,
1: My, it, it It's interesting that you guys bring this up because, you know, as you know, as the sponsor of the show, Charlie and I opine week after week about the virtualization of effectively everything, right? Yeah, which of course now has this term that we have, of course, I've overused called the metaverse, and the metaverse stamp gets applied, right? Right. But you're a perfect example of the, and, and we often talk about the enterprise layers. Of things like virtuality, reality, mixed reality and that are hugely successful and largely underreported and under right. Uh, And yeah. you are a perfect example of understanding and grasping into the virtuality of what changed from moving things from physical goods and objects and deliverables. Ultimately though, you know the, the company at large underneath it all is working on delivering one of the biggest physical goods that an average exactly. person, an average family yeah. would buy in their lifetime. And then as well as on the commercial real estate side, um, but you've figured out a way to virtualize all of that and to allow it to be insanely more productive, insanely more active, and your your growth pattern represents that, right? So it's a, you're a perfect example of what we talk about all the time as success points of how we use technology to uh, be a, a growth engine,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. When, when I think about the, the metaverse, I think about kind of losing the... Losing the line between digital and, and physical, yeah. uh, but for it. yeah, for EXP to operate in the you know digital world and get all sorts of tremendous value by doing so, but as you said, you know you know selling some of the most expensive things uh, that that consumers uh, yeah, of course purchase most most, right? most people's it's, retirement is tied up with their house right exactly right? exactly exactly so so really really powerful and, and eXp really believes in the brand of the agent and the importance of the agent to that buying and, and selling home. So eXp does its absolute best to support the agent so they can be fantastic. It's, for the It's buyer the ultimate selling.
0: consultative sale.
2: Yeah. Right. Where yeah.
0: the agent is actually not selling the house as much as advising you because they've done it hundreds of times and you're going to do it once or twice or maybe three times in your lifetime. Exactly. Uh, so it's it's a very, very personal relationship. Uh, and And of course, we know many people who have become friends with their neighbor, with their broker, because typically the broker lives in their neighborhood.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So you said you went from 20 to 130. That's an incredible amount of growth. What does that look like on the customer
2: side? So yeah, we we've signed up hundreds of, of customers uh, since the the pandemic started. We, we've seen a bit of a shift in in the customers. So when the pandemic first hit, it was a lot of small, medium sized businesses. You know, companies that that a could be really you know agile. They weren't putting you through sixty page master service agreements and, <laughs> and those sorts of things. Uh, And, you know, they were, they were entrepreneurial, right? They needed to pivot and pivot fast. So lots of folks in the uh, events business or education business that it was either, Hey, find a way to pivot or, or fault. So it was really fun to see all these entrepreneurial mindsets of folks just jump in and, and move fast uh, in the, in the environment. Now, uh, you know, I think big enterprise is is catching up, and what's nice about big enterprise, you know, despite the long you know sales cycles and you know the you know making sure we're SOC two compliant and GDPR compliant, all of the heavy lifting that comes with being ready to support uh, the enterprise, they have obviously the resources to put towards the environments to make them successful. So this isn't like a magic pill. You set it up and, and it just takes off itself, right? You need right. to cultivate community. You need to support your, your users just like you would if they were coming to a, a physical location.
0: Well, and you've been building the platform around that idea, right? So that, you know, you just had a major upgrade. It, it you know, looks better, more avatar options. What what else did you guys pack into that upgrade?
2: Yeah, so... so- a new campus feel was the main thing that we've, we've pushed out so far. And the idea is to, to really have a beautiful place for the enterprise, a place that kind of feels like a downtown welcoming city that blends you know, the, the cityscape as well as the, the connection to nature and, and making people just feel kind of relaxed and comfortable in the environment we see as a foundation to community. Also, a lot more modular, so we can expand and contract as communities grow. Some of the benefits of these environments is, you know, again, you know, really nimble in terms of supporting uh, growth or or, or even con- contraction. Uh, we are building. We are later this year going to release new avatars um, and avatars that are really representative of a global population. So over fifty percent of our users are outside of, of the U.S. And we want everyone to be able to feel like they can express themselves. We want to
1: reflect what those people actually look like in their, in their societies and their communities.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So that new system will give an absolute ton of customization options for those who want to go deep into the customization. It'll also be easy, you know, kind of click from a menu of, of kind of pre-made options for those who, don't want to spend the time to, you know, to, right. to really dial it down. Oh, in. and
0: particularly on your first visit, you just want to get in there and use it, you know. Right.
2: Yeah. Other, yeah.
1: Other than the real estate sort of vertical, which you're firmly in and, and yep. part of your heritage, what are the other kind of areas that you're seeing as the the business communities, the enterprise communities that are starting to find their way into, into right.
2: Yeah, so so most aren't to the point where eXp is in terms of we're going to use this as our headquarters, right? Mm-hmm. So many of our customers are are progressing that direction through some element of the employee experience journey. So PwC, for example, uses us for a number of things, but one of them is recruiting, right? Mm-hmm. A, a central place to tap into students for many universities to come. And their avatar gives them the agency to talk around, you know, move around and talk to different groups within PWC to build relationship to understand the different opportunities, you know, at, at PWC. It gives PWC an, an opportunity to differentiate from competitors, you know, have access, but also, you know, look cool and sexy that that they're, you know, doing For a modeling company and it, it, yeah. Deloitte, you know, so a lot of the big consulting firms, uh, Deloitte DXC, which is uh, HP's former consulting arm, is, is doing more and more uh, in the environment, really excited about their their growth, you know, in the platform, doing things like really senior leadership meetings, kickoffs, you know, annual kickoffs in the platform, sales um, kickoffs and gatherings of where they used to bring folks all together for some of these meetings. They're saying, hey, we can save a ton of money, not only in terms of the cost to bring everyone uh, together, but the time out of the office that it takes to travel. You know, the time to recover from travel, yeah. and we can get a lot of the same kind of intimacy and in, in serendipity in terms of the relationships and in communication patterns that can occur. You know, in the virtual world, uh, to to be successful. Also, they can bring in their customers, right? Their vendors, right. their partners um you know so they they put them in the expo hall and, and it's again a, a way to engage between uh their greater ecosystem uh, of stakeholders
1: yeah you get them out of this this 2d email and text and and into a spatial environment into a little more of a game-like environment where they're actually understanding what it feels like to be in a virtual community right? i actually oh. think that's yeah. that's
0: one of the most exciting things about it for the key point, it,
1: yeah.
0: it, it, it's um it, you know, meets people where they are. You don't have to put on the VR headset or be particularly tech savvy to enjoy the benefits. And and they've also built in a lot of fun into it. So it kind of is seductive, even to people who are inclined to resist Mm -hmm. things like this. And and I think what you find and Alex, I'm super interested in your perspective, but certainly in, in my consulting business, as I tried to help companies on board their executives and their employees, there are just too many people who are not going to do it right now. Yeah. It's not quite good enough. It's too new is another problem, right? Whereas right. Verbella is familiar. It looks like a video game. You get the idea of walking around using you know, the keys on your keyboard. These are things that people have done, even if they're not particularly tech heavy. So I I think that really is quite elegant. And the options you've given people just to control the avatar have gotten better over time, as you have, uh, you know, been able to observe, uh, you know, behavior on a much larger scale.
2: Right. Yeah. We think a lot about accessibility. Right. And and if you're not, you know, for anyone who wants to be accessible right, or inclusive in their meetings, they're going to go somewhere else. Right. So we really think about that accessible nature, making it easy to to get in and use wherever you may maybe are. One of the other things that we announced a couple of weeks ago was, was that we're also working on uh, a Zoom integration. So Think of maybe even the senior leader who wants to support the initiative, but isn't quite ready to, to get in there, you know, being be an avatar too. There's bridges, just like a Zoom room in a physical yep. office. There's a Zoom rooms within within Verbella that that bridges the, the video experience definitely. with, with yeah. the 3D experience. And people ask us, well, you know, why don't you give, you know, more attention to the VR experience? We will, as soon as we get market demand for it.
0: Yeah. Just well, ha- you, you are, you have a, a side play, so to speak. You've assigned a group of people who are working. Is it frame?
2: Yeah. So we have frame and then we also have um, a defense team. Um, so on the defense team side, we create highly immersive training simulations for our nation's military. Mm-hmm. And that's using the, the bleeding edge of VR XR, you know, the, the Vario, you know, the highest, you know eight eight thousand dollar you know a headset uh type type machine and you know 3d printed objects that that give you the haptics and you know you can see through so we certainly have the capabilities on uh the the vr ar side and, and we're doing things in the markets that are ready for it which right now is is um military and then other direction. Yeah, we have frame which frame is an incredible frame is we're doing a lot of the same things we do in Verbella but entirely on the web. Uh, two, three years ago now, we said, Hey, you know, accessibility is really important. If, if this could ever be done entirely on the web. Uh, again, back to that accessibility piece, it, it's, it's going to offer so much more um, opportunity to touch a lot more, more people. So we knew we'd be sacrificing scale. You know, we wouldn't be able to bring as many people. Right, because Verbella, you can have thousands of uniques in the same simulation. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're definitely unique. And uh, I think the the platform that supports the most, particularly within one current scene, we'll get over 1,500 people, you know, in an auditorium where, where most competitors are between, you know, maybe 50 and 100. Right. Uh, so many multiples, but frame, we thought maybe we'd get 15 and, and 15 is a good start. Well, frames already gotten to a hundred, you know, concurrent users now in, in this web-based model. And because it's entirely web-based, you can get in on anything with a browser. So, you know, your mobile device Verbella
0: is not, is, is one platform
2: only, right? For the most part, Verbella is, you know, PC and Mac, I'd say 95% of our users are, are there, we have a complimentary mobile app that just allows you to connect to the voice channels of the 3D environments uh, and it's two directional. You can talk into the room as well as listen. We'll build that out further. Uh, and then you can get into Verbella uh, in, in VR, but it's it's not, you're more a participant. Um, you know, you, you can give your hand gestures and those sorts of things, but we haven't linked up to all of the bells and whistles, web boards and presentation. Options for for the VR experience again, just because we haven't had the the demand to make it a, a priority. Um, but Frame, yeah, all all different devices. It, it's also fully customizable. So we have some fantastic teachers in different parts of the world building hundreds of frame frames of curriculum. Um, this, this gentleman, Andrew Wright, in, in in Australia, you know, creating uh, the Great Barrier Reef, right, to teach you know students. You know, about the Great Barrier Reef or, or a big ship to, to teach them about the convicts, you know, on their way to, to Australia. Uh, so, really powerful in terms of what we call extensibility, the ability to customize and, and create with these environments. Frame is incredible for it already. We certainly have ambitions for more third party creators for, for Verbella as well down, down the line in our, in our vision.
1: So the idea is to, to really use advanced visual tools to actually make this a visual learning platform as well as a right. sort of connection platform.
2: Yeah, we, we think you you got to have the the foundational elements like any you know university or corporate headquarters would have. You know your auditoriums, your classrooms, your boardrooms, your offices, those sorts of things. But the beauty of the these digital worlds is is you you can go beyond that, right? You can create you know games that that develop Uh, team building right for team building you can create curriculum for that puts you into you know the the scene whether that's a fulfillment center for you know really large e-commerce company or it's going to mars you know for for k-12 education the the options the opportunities are endless we can't build it all ourselves so how do we help create tools for, for our users in and our customers to, to diversify the product to their liking. That's a, that's a
1: very game engine approach, right? Is is start it, build it yourself for your own purposes, and then allow others to actually tap into it. And, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex,
0: people can experience Verbella themselves today. They don't have to have an invitation from the company, right?
2: Absolutely not. Yeah. You can go right on our website, verbella.com, V-I-D-E-L-A.com. And you'll see a get started for free uh, button. You can download our open campus where I go to work every day. <laughs> and so people uh, can, can walk right about...
0: into your office and knock.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, literally. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we again, we, we drink our own champagne. That's where my team operates. And another advantage is we have multiple floors. Uh, of offices, some kind of more confidential teams or teams that can't be distracted are on floors that the general public can't get to. Uh, but our our main office, where where my office sits, uh, is is open to the public, so people can can literally come in.
0: That is so cool, Alex. Um, thank you for coming on the show today. I also a sincere thanks from from both of us for supporting our work. Um, you know, your uh, support makes it possible for us to rapidly edit this. A podcast and get it posted within a couple of hours. So we'll tag you on the socials and hopefully everybody can hear about um, and experience Verbella's great work. One last question. Where did the name Verbella come from?
2: Verbella came from. Okay. So yeah, I started <laughs> myself and, and some other organizational psychologists uh, started Verbella. So I was pursuing my my PhD in organizational psychology. Are or, or First funding came from GMAC, the owner of the GMAT exam, to get into business school. So our first idea was to build a global community of leadership development for the MBA population. So virtual business environment for learning and assessment was the, wow. was the original name. You're like a true academic, you know, yeah. mouthful.
0: No wonder the military likes you.
2: <laughs> so you just stick with Verbella. Yeah. Like Scuba.
0: That's our show this week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Ted, always a pleasure. And Alec, really fun to talk to you as always.
1: Thanks, Trina. Thanks, Ted.
0: Bye everybody.